0: jack hello
1: hey hey okay cool hey is this uh podcasting app owned by some kind of like chinese tech company
0: yeah they're probably stealing all our data right now as we speak that's awesome okay. nice. <laughs> no i don't think i don't think it is i think um it's like a pretty popular uh platform a lot of content creators make okay like, like TikTok creators, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, TikTok? <laughs> yeah, speaking of which,
1: I don't use TikTok. I just email all my data straight to the Chinese Communist Party every month. I'm just like, I don't want, it's inefficient for me to use the app. I might as well just send it straight to
0: them. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the GLC podcast. I'm your host, Jack, and I'm here with my friend.
1: Um, Connor Castilla.
0: Howdy. Well, thanks for coming on. This is going to be a good time. We're just going to have a hoot and talk about God and, you know, just see how we're doing. Oh, nice.
1: Nice. A little God hoot. I got no problem with that. Thanks for inviting me on. Even though I'm just a lowly, you know, first year out of college, (laughs) I I tend to spill all my wisdom all over this podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well. We're glad. Well, so expanding on that, can you tell us a little bit of, for the folks at home that don't really know who you are, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. The kind of tell of yourself?
0: Were you? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I uh, well, I graduated last year, you know that, um, and now I'm working in LA. I was, you know, part of the Shep team back when I was at USC all those years ago. Um, you know, back. uh what, like 12 months ago now?
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, now I'm working here in L.A., doing real estate stuff, working for a bank downtown, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, you know? I mean, half of that time has been under corona, so it's hard to really say what's normal, but, you know, for what it's been so far, it's been pretty cool. Post-life, post-grad life is not quite as apocalyptic as I thought it might be.
0: (laughs) Well, so far, it seems like you're killing it, so I'm, I'm proud of you thanks, brother. Can you say that you're like the youngest worker at your office by like a good like twenty thirty years or something?
1: uh, I definitely come yeah. in about twenty years below the average. We do have one other another u s c guy who's our intern um so he he helps make me feel old you know it's like mm-hmm. i'm I'm at the very bottom of the totem pole, but for really undesirable things i can pass I can pass them off to him which is nice. Yeah. Like one time the water fountain like had sprung a leak and I was tasked to hold a bucket under it and I was sitting there really miserable. And then I remember that we had an intern that he was in that day. So I texted him to come help me with something. Um, and then I left him with the bucket instead. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not like the very, very bottom. Well, I am on Tuesday, Thursday, but mon- Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have somebody else to, you know, look down upon.
0: Okay, good. So you're like the you're like a mouse that looks down like on a cricket.
1: Yes, exactly. Like,
0: you're, still, you're, still, you're still small, but you still got a ways to go to get to the top.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, so before we get started on like our actual, you know, the entree of our conversation, <laughs> <about> <laughs> right. and everything, I want to – This I feel like this is an interesting topic. Can you explain – you're one of the few people I know that doesn't have an Instagram account. Mm, mm-hmm. And I feel like we briefly talked about it, but not, you know, too much in depth. But I was kind of curious – what's your logic and your, why, why, why not? Well,
1: I think, um, I mean, part of the reason definitely is that when I was like in ninth grade and I made my first Facebook post, I put up a picture of like a bunch of DVDs my dad and I had bought from like a thrift store and it got zero likes and, That kind of haunted me. So I never felt comfortable posting anything else. (laughs) That was part of the reason why I never got on board with anything other than just having a Facebook. But I think the main reason now why I continue to not have it is, um, I mean, uh, besides the fact that it consumes a lot of time. It's not like I'm a stranger to wasting time. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't really like what it, at least what my friends report that it does to kind of their mentality. Uh, For the guys I know, I know it for them. It's... uh, can really affect the way they look at women, um, you know, if they're not careful about it. And uh, also just in terms of, like, making you feel more self-conscious. I don't know. Uh, I'm also just sort of a Luddite, and I just don't have, like, any social media, like, definitely not on TikTok. I told you earlier, I mean, instead of using a TikTok, I just email all my data to the Chinese government every month (laughs) just to keep it clean and efficient. Um, and I think I have a Snapchat, yeah. but I can't log into it anymore, so that's the end of that one.
0: Yeah. Well, you do have a point, though, when it comes to, I feel like, your overall mental health with Instagram and whatnot. I'll be, like, you know, scrolling down just to the Explore page, and we kind of alluded to that I'm, like, really into fitness, and there's just so many guys that are just so juiced out, you know, with veins and striations and... <laughs> That's just, like, mm-hmm. one, you know, one aspect, fitness, but, like, also, you know, people, like, hanging out with friends, having fun, you know, going, like, on these yacht cruises and everything while I'm just sitting in my home, like, like petting, like, my three dogs over here and just doing homework, so. Yeah, well, if
1: you, you take a pic- is... picture of that, it'll make someone else jealous, probably. It's an insecurity <laughs> factory.
0: Yeah, and then also, I was going to say, my, I made a, I recently made an Instagram for my dog. Mm-hmm. And to prove so anyone that's listening nice plug. to prove that you yeah, to prove that you're listening, go follow <laughs> my, my my dog's Instagram. It's donkey period the period chihuahua. So if you follow this account in the next few days, i know that you're a real one and listen to us. So I appreciate your support.
1: No, you know, actually, I did have an Instagram for like ten seconds. I came really, really close to having an Instagram. Um, if you don't mind I can tell this story, it's like a minute, or is that do we wanna get into no, the No, go, go ahead, go ahead well I was making um I had made a fake Instagram account um in high school as like a meme during one of uh my lunch breaks with some friends and it was like duncan it was duncan on these and then it was a it was a curse word which I won't repeat here but it was <laughs> a pejorative you know for female dogs and uh that was like <laughs> in my computer my computer as like a saved you know username and password. Uh, as I was making this Instagram account, I was doing it because I was talking to somebody and they were like trying to show me a video of squirrels that they, they'd taken up squirrels attacking them. I asked them to send it to me and they were like, no, just look at my Instagram. And oh, I was right. like, you know what? I'm always like behind on stuff. I can never see people's like things. Maybe I'll just make one real quick to look at this and see how I feel about it afterwards. But um, I went to like, you know, make the page. And I made like a normal Instagram account with my name as the handle, things of that nature. But then when I got to the bottom, it asked me if I wanted to autofill the password that I had, you know, prior previously used. I use the same password for everything. So I'm like, oh yeah, that'll save me Mm -hmm. two and a half seconds and probably cause no issues. So I did the little Google Chrome, like, yeah, autofill this with my passcode, but I didn't realize it also backfilled all the stuff I'd already put in. So then it changed my name from like underscore Conor whatever to, <laughs> to Duncan on these, uh, <laughs> sorry, to Duncan on these B words
0: dogs. with E-mail a bunch dogs. of
1: Zs. And I uh, made the account, scrolled around for like 30 seconds. I was like, well, this is stupid. And I passed out because it was three o'clock in the afternoon in college. So of course I, you know, would take a nap at that time. <laughs> um, yeah. and then I woke up like an hour and a half later with uh, a bunch of texts I'd also just joined the the Shep team on GLC Um, at this time and when I made my account I linked it to my Facebook so it sent a push notification out to all of my friends on Facebook it was like <laughs> Connor Castilla just made an Instagram account <laughs> as Duncan on these female dogs
0: do you want to follow him? <laughs> no way and
1: somebody on the Shep team was like hey can you like Try to be less aggressively uh, like stupid sometimes, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can, so I, I deleted it. I only had like ten followers. It'd been about an hour, um, but I got like texts from like people who I hadn't talked to since freshman year who like it
0: <laughs> were yeah. sending
1: screenshots shots of the invite into our freshman year floor group me it was It was a low point after that, there was really never any chance of me making an Instagram account so.
0: Yeah. Well, after this podcast with all of our hundreds and thousands yes, of, of viewers, you might yes. you might want to restart and give it a try. Maybe. But, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'll just ask you like the first question. So on like a daily basis, how many times would you say that you, you know, try to think about God like and be mentally aware not just on autopilot, just you know, doing mm-hmm. your daily activities?
1: Yeah. I mean I think this is this is like especially now. You know, working full time—it's something that—it's kind of an ugly reality of like trying to navigate life as a Christian. I mean, it's just not built to uh conf- like it's—it's it's not built to conform to your life as a Christian. It's very much the other way around, where you're—you're you're kind of pressured to fill into the mold of like secular working America. So, you know,
0: yeah. like
1: the most common day, honestly, it's—it's it's really sad, but it's very easy to like go to work, spend eight to ten hours there and just really hardly ever think about God or just like your spiritual life, that whole aspect of your being. And then you kind of come out the other end, you're just like, wow, what happened? I literally don't remember thinking about it all. So it's something you have to be like proactive about, you know, I mean, I work in a big open office. um, So, you know, for me to like take breaks to like just kind of be in prayer and things like that. Like if I'm trying to maybe kind of recalibrate my mood or like get through something that's really taxing, um, I mean, for me, I like, you know, in those moments I turn to God, but, it, you know, to be doing that in a way, um, and it's not like, I, I don't think of this as like some big missional thing, but there is sort of this barrier of like not wanting to be super obvious or ostentatious about it, but at the same time, you know, like feeling the need to, uh, like talk to God in that moment. So it, it's been kind of a juggling act, obviously when I'm working from home, it's a lot easier because, I'm just in my pajamas in my room, so, you yeah. know, I can pray all I want, but um, in the office context, it's it's it can be a little bit hairy.
0: Yeah, and I definitely don't think, you know, there's, like, a quota or, like, a specific amount that you're supposed to do to be, like, you know, a good Christian, like, oh, you need to pray, like, at least three or four times throughout the day and, mm-hmm. you know, compliment two people and, you know, whatever. I think it really varies, and it's all about, you know, your mindset and your intentions and... Are you actively, you know, trying to grow? And no, that's not always possible in, like, you know, this today's society that, you know, you're trying your best to, you know, seek a connection and bond with God. Yeah. But for me, at least, I what's really helped me out what is this um, book. I'm sure you heard of it called Jesus Calling. Mm-hmm. It's like the little, it's like a daily devotional. So, like, every day of the year would be, like, you know, January 1st and January 2nd. There's, like, a little paragraph, little excerpt about a bible verse that may or may not apply to your day or like any issues you might have but it's just like always a good reminder just you know like i'll wake up and my book will be on my nightstand and i'll just you know read today's so like oh i'm in a good mood now and i'm ready mm-hmm. to tackle on anything that happens
1: yeah and i think you're talking about you know like what kinds of things to do in the morning <laughs> this is something i really rarely exceed at, uh, succeed at because my body is just like so perfectly calibrated yeah. to wake up exactly at the last possible second I can in order to like shower or not sometimes and uh, go into work. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's been uh, a skill of mine ever since like middle school. So you know, it, I very rarely do I wake up in the morning uh, and, and actually get the time to do a devotional. But I think it, you know, whenever I do, it is one of the best things Is just set your whole mind, I think, in a right place. And it doesn't have to be like a devotional. I think a lot of people kind of like the idea of just like reading scripture is sort of daunting because, you know, what if I don't understand it? And, you know, is it really better to do it and not really get a lot out of it just as a habit? But you know, whatever it is, you know, just spending time with God. If it's reading a devotional like that or reading scripture or just being in prayer, I I do think it's really good and it's a really great way to just kind of set your mind right at the start of the day. Um, still working mm-hmm. on making that an actual habit, but whenever I've done it, I've, you know, I think that the fruits have always been pretty obvious for the rest of that day.
0: Yeah, totally. For me, I, I tend to get this, you know, a little bit of anxiety and a little bit of stress because, you know, just the world's so fast paced. Whenever mm-hmm. like I actually decide to take a second and be like, Oh, let me read some scripture or let me, you know, dive into my Bible I feel like it's not this is kinda like hard to say, but like it's reading it, it's like it's not really like a tangible thing. Like though like you know, you're growing and it's not always easy to see that. Like I'm mm-hmm. my brain's always scrambling, it's like, Oh, I should be, you know, studying for, you know, the MCAT for, you know, med school or whatnot, or I should be mm-hmm. going and like, you know, eating eating or doing some other homework and it's really hard just, you know, in like today's world, it's just sit down and be like, okay, like I need to give myself some time and attention that I need and actually, you know, let my, you know, soul kind of ner- like nurture and marinate and like this stillness and peace. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think just anything like that, just like those daily practices, you know, out, I mean, in school, it can be tough already, you know, it's, nice to have like community like jlc and things but um especially being out in work but really it's everything's very much geared towards economic productivity not like spiritual health so it's something you have to be mindful of you know i think that was kind of i was definitely taken by surprise on that a little bit coming out of uh school and i think that's maybe be my encouragement to other people it's just like be very aware of kind of the condition of your heart because if you kind of if you just come out from college and feel like I think for most people there is a need to like adjust the practices and kind of your ways of going about faith. Not like compromising or lessening them, but just finding different ways to you know get the same things out of faith and to like, interact with God and to talk to Him and you know figure out how to integrate Him into your work life. Because if you just kind of try to carry forward the things you did in college, at least for me, I was kind of surprised at looking back a few months later, like. Where like how how long maybe it had been since I had read my Bible, or you know how rarely I really like commune with God during the work day like in a way that I felt was constructive, it's just um it's a little bit easy taken by surprise, and you know Christianity's like an uphill slope, and it's kind of generally you're mm-hmm. either moving upwards towards God or you're gonna start rolling back downhill. It's very rare that you can just kind of stop in place and and actually stay there, you know more much more likely that if you stop moving forward you'll start moving back so it's something to be aware of not to like try and scare anyone but i think just you know i think for me i would have appreciated a little i would have maybe helped if i'd had a little forewarning although with like the giant rush of like moving out of la or out of usc and wherever your new job is and all that it's it's very easy just to get caught up and distracted from you know your spiritual life anyway and to kind of lose sight of that in the midst of all that change but you know, if you can be aware of it and just keep your tabs on it. You know. I I, I would have liked a little forewarning on that.
0: So no, hopefully it totally. helps yeah. some people. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it will. So kind of building off that, I know you said like you know, you wish you kind of got a you know, a warning sign that, you know, it's gonna get a lot more difficult growing in your faith outside of college with this good community. I was I, I, well, I know the answer, what you're going to say, but mm-hmm. for people I don't know, like how have you, you know, found like a sense of community outside of, you know, college and in the real world? And I know this kind of relates to your church and your <laughs> yeah. church community, but how uh, how crucial do you think it is, you know, to actually, you know, getting up on Sunday and going to church rather than, you know, saying like, oh, like maybe this week, you know, I'll just rest and like, I, I'm not sorry, trying to I feel like going to church on Sundays, but. I know it can be difficult, but do you think it really makes a big difference in how you carry out that week and the rest of your month and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: obviously we've all, for the most part, been going without being physically present at church for a while. And, I mean, for me personally, that that's tough because I think the worshipful elements of a church service and a church congregation are kind of lost online for me, and I, I've always yeah. found it to be really important, or at least, you know, in the last few years. Uh, that said, though, I mean, you know, I— I think like most things in Christianity, the mentality that you have is is more important than the specific action items. I think if you find yourself like unwilling to go to church because it's like too, maybe you, I don't know, because you're prioritizing other things that have nothing to do with God over it, then that's maybe a good sign that you ought to, you know, reevaluate your priorities or think about them more carefully. But I mean, you know, if you're finding that your church community is just not very like growthful or whatever doesn't give a lot back to you then I mean finding a different place where you feel like more encouraged because I do think community is super important I mean just in terms of you know being able to have people in your life who can see you the way that God sees you you know I think it's easy for us to look in a mirror and kind of see our worst selves or you know like an inflated version of ourselves whatever it is I mean there's just so many different like lenses that the devil puts in our eyes to try and you know screw up our self-perceptions and uh having good christian friends in your life who can speak to uh yeah the way that god sees you is so important at least that's the most important part for me and so finding community outside of school i think is absolutely essential and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know a church congregation in the most formal sense like maybe you will talk to Jordan Coppert on this at some point and he can tell you about his experience with church community, you know, up in, uh, Seattle, but talking to him, I mean, that's radically different, but he like gets so much out of it. Um, but just having Christians around you who know you and who care about you is, is essential. I do think that.
0: No, I completely agree. I remember growing up, I used to not be the biggest fan of, uh, worship and i know the singing and music Mm -hmm. i think partially because i was you know a very introverted shy kid and i just did not like to show any form of emotion or you know let my voice out because i've always been kind of self-conscious of i had a really like squeaky high-pitched voice back then yeah back then sure yeah (laughs) no not now no not at all i still get voice cracks every now and then though i'm glad i haven't had any yet but yeah i I probably i probably jinx myself yeah i'll let you know don't worry (laughs) okay good but, uh, what they they saying? Oh, yeah, the worship. I, I've i started to realize, you know, going to, you know, um, I'm blanking. What's the, what's the church we go to on Sunday? Oh, Vintage? Vintage, sorry. Another, vintage another great
1: plug, Vintage, great church, everybody. I think yeah, most of you church. probably go there.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> i also, you know, church on, like, occasionally on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just seeing, you know, the whole congregation coming together and just, you know, letting their, all their emotions out and seeing people really you know embrace God's love and it's it's brought like a lot of good things out of me like even me just standing there awkwardly just kind of you know humming Mm under my breath Mm -hmm. it's like you know it's made me happier it's made me you know feel more like a family community with these people that I frankly like have no idea who they are but I know that we have the same feeling connection going on yeah so yeah I think church yeah definitely you know works wonders and I highly encourage literally. you know, even though college you know, yeah yeah <laughs> no you know college is very busy for a lot of us you know you should try your best to get out and you know make it out and you know yeah. make it like a fun excursion get you know lunch with your friends and carpool and whatnot. And
1: this is I guess I'll say this also not to be a to go kind of in this doomsday getting out of college sucks because getting out of college is great you know you have money instead of spending whatever eighty thousand dollars a year to take online classes now you can get paid some amount of money per year to do online work. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's nice. But that being said, I remember in college, it was like getting up for church in the morning on Sundays. I was able to get so excited because it was like, oh, I'll get an early start of my day. I'll wake up at like 8 a.m. for the only time this week. Um, (laughs) It was very easy (laughs) to get up into the 9 a.m. service. Now it's like, are you absolutely insane? Like I have to wake up at 6.30 every single day. There's no way. I'm going to yeah. be in church by nine. So me, me and my roommates have definitely been finding the 11 a.m. service to be very nice, very comfortable, you know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess I'll just say that if you like early mornings, early morning church services, go get them now. Uh, it becomes a little bit harder later on in life, unless you're just a morning person. But then honestly, like,
0: whatever, I, I hate you and I see the envy. <laughs> Yeah, and also with the the eleven o'clock services, they bring out the second batch of nice warm uh, donuts. Yes, for everyone, you know?
1: yes, those nice
0: sun baked donuts. Yeah,
1: you get the you get the that gluten free communion bread. <laughs> That's gotta be My sacrilege, favorite. right? No, no, never mind. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I love it. It doesn't taste like sand in your mouth, not at all.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't want this podcast to be too long so people, you know, right. feel advice and so on. But I'll, I feel like there should be, you know, one more question I should ask you. Sure. Get your advice on. Let's see here. Let me think of a good one. I have my little list right here that I'm reading from. Um, overall, uh, when it comes to, this is the, the question I've always had for people. I don't know if other people have the same question, but Whenever I want, you know, I have that urge, you know, break open my Bible and like, you know, read it and actually study and understand more for myself. I never know like where to go. Usually, it sounds kind of bad. I I would just flip to a random page mm-hmm. and just put my finger down somewhere and just read it, and then you know, maybe Google like a more like a better like a probably like a interpretation interpretation <laughs> yeah interpretation of what's going on because I'll kind of be kind of lost. But, <laughs> sure. How how do you decipher, like, do you build off, you know, like, off, like, Bible study groups or do you, when you, yeah, just yeah. go for it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been, my family, I grew up Christian, so I've, you know, been around the Bible my entire life, and I've read through it lots of times, willfully or not, It um, <laughs> doesn't make me, you know, an expert by any means. Most of it was when I was in, like, pre-sixth grade, and it was just, like, completely lost on me. But at the same time, like I I think after uh, my sophomore year, this is in my testimony, shout out to anyone Mm. who remembers that. Um, But that being said, uh, it was like for my sophomore year, I was going to be moving into uh, a house with a bunch of other Christian guys. And I wasn't, you know, I just had this like sense that I should be reading the Bible regularly if I was going to do that. You know, I had really hadn't been for a long time. And I did just do what you did. like just cracked it open to like, first book, first verse, New Testament. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I've And I've, you know, of course I've read like the New Testament before, you know, having grown up my entire life in the church. But, um, you know, I, I think just starting anywhere, like God meets you where you're at. And if it's something that you're like daunted by, you know, if you come into it with like a spirit of just wanting to learn and grow in closeness with God, like he really, he's not gonna punish you for that. And I mean, yes, I think like, sort of communicating with God through scripture and interpreting, you know, well, for one thing, interpreting the original meaning of the scripture and then maybe also interpreting like what God might be trying to communicate to you specifically through it, you know, uh, that, that takes practice and time, but, you know, even if it feels at first, like it just kind of wrote, like, Oh, I'm just doing this and I'm not getting a lot out of it. um, I eventually it really, it starts to pay off and, you know, like just being, in contact with god whether it's through the scripture or prayer or whatever i mean he starts to change you and affect you and move your heart so i would say i mean there's no wrong place to start there's definitely you can go online and find lots of great resources on like guided readings things like that schedules and i encourage you, like it's not to click away easy to find them if you're looking for them um but mm. the very least you know just no excuses if you're worried about where to start or whatever. Um, I think just like flipping open to one verse a day isn't the best practice in terms of like having a big holistic picture of God. But at the same time, it's, it's better than nothing. And like, God will meet you wherever you're at. If you're opening your arms up to him, he's going to like come and grab you wherever you're at. So um, I would just say, you know, starting in the new Testament's a good place. Uh, You know, there's theology all around that and behind that, like, the Old Testament has a different position in, like, modern Christianity than than the uh, the New Testament. But, you know, that, reading the Psalms, the Proverbs, things like that, that really just speak wisdom are all good places to start.
0: Wow. That was very inspiring and so articulate. Mm,
1: yes, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, should, you should be, uh, I don't know if the only people know this, but you uh, were a, stand-up comedian for a short time yes for thing, right? uh,
1: for one night yeah it was i remember the date because it was that night that uh syria was bombing our military bases so i remember that was oh. a lot of tension and yeah i think i honestly gave them a run for their money for worst bombing of the night because <laughs> that went terribly <laughs> I will get back out there, but God wanted me to not do stand-up again so badly that he created the coronavirus to shut down all the uh, open mic nights. So I haven't had a chance to go back since then, because that was like a month in advance of that, and then I, you know, haven't been able to get back out since. But, you know, once the world is healed, I will try again. Um, And don't anybody who's listening to this come and watch. So.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I think I'm pretty happy with this so far we've had without having any technical difficulties. Right, yeah, or voice cracks. That was, I know, right? This is a miracle. Yeah, don't chase me the last few the last Well, thank, thanks included. for
1: having me on. I know this isn't the first one you're going to post because you don't want to just like completely push everyone away right away, but <laughs> the first one recorded, I'm going to give that behind-the-scenes info out, so I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, this is much better. Normally when I want to give my opinion, I just go out at a street corner downtown and just shout at people. This is much mm. better. It feels much more modern.
0: Yeah, well, you've been a great mentor for me across the years me in, at USC, and I'm glad you know we're still in touch and we're still get to hang out. You still get to pass down your wisdom to me, and I, I hope I, am able to give you some sort of wisdom for my limited knowledge and in how intelligent you are compared to me. So, no, dude,
1: uh, you, you, I've learned so much from being your friend, and you know, I. Honestly, like the way that you and everybody else in GLC leadership, everyone all together, like has just stepped up so much in the last few months. I'm really proud of you specifically. And then just all of you all together. It's really awesome, you know, to do something for whatever, three years and then to just be able to walk away from it, feeling so comfortable with where it's at and like just understanding and like having confidence that the people who are in charge of it really have like a good spirit and understand you know, the value of it and they care about it and they're taken to a good place. So, you know, I feel like I need to thank all you guys. You've
0: Aww. helped
1: me not have zero lineage at USC.
0: So. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you. Well, so thanks again for coming on and for everyone listening. Thanks for making this far. It's been great, you know, just talking. and Hopefully you took something out of this, but yeah, I but will yeah. definitely
1: never listen to this cause I can't stand my own voice. So <laughs> I know me neither. That's why I have to inflict uh, on everybody else.
0: <laughs> all right of course all right thanks for coming on no problem all right see you guys